Welcome to the Awakened Path community. I am your host, Reverend Candice Nadine Breen, spiritualist and healing minister. On March 31st, the anniversary of modern spiritualism is observed. To commemorate this special day, we will be reading from the Spiritualist Manual by the National Spiritualist Association of the Kissinger Legacy Reprints. We begin with a poem from Psalms of Life by Emma Hodridge. I beheld a golden portal in the vision of my slumber, and from it streamed the radiance of a never-setting day. Whilst angels, tall and beautiful and countless, without number, were giving gladsome greeting to all who came that way. And the gate, forever swinging, made no grating, no harsh ringing, melodious as the singing of one that we adore. And I heard the chorus swelling, grand beyond a mortal's telling. And the burden of that chorus was hope's glad word evermore. Now on to our inspirational reading from Gratitude Day. One of the fairest flowers in the garden of the human heart is gratitude. Its perfume is like the violets, rich and delicate. Gratitude is the blossoming forth of silent appreciation into thankful expression. It is the acknowledgement of benefits already received by doing beneficial things in return without the hope of future profit. Gratitude is graceful, noble, and unselfish. Its full measure can seldom be discharged in words alone. These may, indeed, be pleasing for a time, but when they continue to be unaccompanied by deeds, when deeds are needed, words lose their savor and their sweetness. The gratitude, which is the theme of our reading today, is both sentimental and practical. It appeals to our hearts as well as to our bounty. It calls for words as well as deeds. It is the kind of gratitude which is due from spiritualist to their needy but worthy mediums, through whom the noble workers in the spirit realm have given us so much consolation, instruction, and practical advice. Real gratitude is a rare virtue. It sits like a crown on the brow of him who possesses it. Gratitude is often too long deferred. Sometimes we forget to be grateful, 
Sometimes we think our gratitude unnecessary. Sometimes we think it will be misunderstood. And sometimes our natures are cold and unresponsive to our benefactors. Let us not be cold and unresponsive. Eulogies and memorials which follow the transition of faithful workers come with good grace from us only when we have cheerfully done our duty to them while they were in the earth life. Let it never be said that other hands than those of spiritualists had to smooth the rugged road from this world to the world celestial for our needy mediums. Let it never be said of us that we counted our gold of greater value than the golden truths and the diamond love messages which have come to us over the wireless waves of mediumship from the land of hope and beauty. There is no class or denomination of people of whatever name or condition which has greater cause to be grateful for its faith and its knowledge than the spiritualist. For us, the idea of a jealous and revengeful God and the terrible doctrine of eternal torment have forever passed away. New hope and new inspiration for this life and a rational conception of life beyond the grave have become our portion. A new heaven and a new earth have been revealed to us. We breathe the atmosphere of religious freedom, chiding no man who sincerely differs from us, and granting to all men the right in the quest of truth to subject our tenets to the test of logic, morality, and experiment. Our motto in all things pertaining to human welfare is upward and onward. We follow the truth wherever it leads, regardless of opposition or of standards established upon false authority. For truth and God cannot exist apart. Since this spiritual light first dawned upon our souls, we are able to endure the ills of this life with greater fortitude. And its joys have a deeper meaning and a sweeter essence for us. We are emancipated from the fears and terrors which once checked our aspirations and dwarfed our spiritual growth. The truth has made us free. The sun shines clearer. The grass grows greener. The snow falls whiter. And the blossoms bloom brighter. Since we first became pupils in the school of spiritualism. 
It has put a new song on our lips and lifted the scales from our eyes. It has renewed our whole being. We fear not to die honorably, since we have learned the true meaning of death and know the deathlessness of human love. We would live long enough to do some good for our fellow men, but in whatever form or at whatever time death may overtake us, we know it can be no lasting evil. We can now look with more philosophic eye upon the calamities which befall mankind, knowing that in the spirit land each spirit shall possess that which it cherishes most, knowing that nothing good is lost and that the pathway to reformation and progression lies eternally unobstructed before every human soul. What sweet melodies seem to echo within us as we contemplate the happy time of our reunion with friends and loved ones gone before. It is a comforting reflection that we shall know each other there, that life there is as natural as life here, and that we can still be agents for good in both worlds. What a glorious privilege we have enjoyed in holding communion with intelligences beyond the borderline of this world. When we consider that these things have come to us through the instrumentality of mediums, devoted men and women, who have given of their vital forces for our enlightenment and comfort, and submitted themselves to stand upon the brink between the spiritual and the mortal, played upon by both, that they might catch the voice or see the face toward which we yearned. Then we cannot withhold our grateful thanks, our heartfelt appreciation. When we consider that many of the mediums who have brought spiritual light and the knowledge of the continuity of life to the consciousness of men have borne the slings and dots of criticism, ridicule, and discrimination, then we must not forget to extend to them that moral support which their sensitive natures so often need. When we consider that too many of our best and truest mediums have for many years been willing instruments without demanding sufficient compensation to meet the necessities of advancing age, and that some of them are now unable to provide for themselves the necessary physical comforts, then we must not, we will not, withhold the generous, the helpful hand. There is no more graceful way of showing our gratitude 
to the good and loving workers in the spirit world than to care for the mediums whose bodies and brains they have so often used to give spiritual manifestations for our good and the good of the whole world. Let us, therefore, do our part. Let us show our gratitude by contributing as liberally as we can to this praiseworthy object. Thank you for listening. Namaste.